Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another episode of Private Education. Almost forgot the name of my own podcast there. It's the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast and I'm your host, Ryan Tuberty. I feel, I just feel like I shouldn't be saying that sentence. It just feels so (laughs) alien still. Um, Thanks so much to anyone who's listened so far to any of the episodes. Um, I have two guests on today. Um, one on the yellow mic, one on the red mic. Um, We've got Brian Keane of Brian Keane Fitness. We've got Siobhan O'Hagan of Oh, underscore fitness. <laughs> the underscore is important. Um, and so uh, Brian's a fitness expert and Siobhan is an online fitness coach. Um, so guys, just for our listeners, tell us a bit about yourself. Brian, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, so my background um, is working now as an online fitness coach and kind of writing books, things along those lines. But my background was I was a performer professional fitness model competitive bodybuilder um played GEA before that been involved in sport all my life been involved in fitness all my life um and now I just train people to do things similar to what I did and you've got a podcast too don't you I do the Brian Keane podcast Ooh. yeah shameless plug <laughs> I like the name <laughs> it's very literal oh, thank you yeah that's it it's like oh, I wonder what it's about <laughs> uh, and Siobhan I know I know you were from swords up swords yeah um, but uh yeah tell us a bit about yourself not that because oh, like I follow you on Instagram so I mean I feel like I see you every day and know ev- the intricacies of your life but tell me anyway it's not very interesting um, um, yeah, no, I mean, I originally was working, doing the whole corporate nine to five, changed my life, became PT, um, then transitioned into online fitness coaching, which enabled me to travel a lot. And I kind of just realized I love this life of freedom. So I'm now just traveling, working, and I've no fixed abode, but... Enjoying it. Yeah, I don't know what the future is, but yeah, winging that's, it. That's exhilarating. It must be exhilarating. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. To I never mean, know. Yeah, I mean, just to wake up every day and be able to do what I want, and it's the dream yeah I mean it might be scary for other people but for me it's It's the dream absolute freedom like I so envy it in so many ways like it just seems like I mean when I see pictures of you like petting dogs on beaches in Bali and I'm like in swords that was the best picture ever (laughs) you know in fairness that is the iconic picture like of all the pictures you post um and so yeah the topic for today you've probably guessed it right now I've kind of given it away but the topic for today is um fitness and kind of the effect that fitness has on your sex life, your relationships, um, even your friendships, you know, not necessarily just romantic relationships, because if you're really, you know, if you're really dedicated to fitness at times, it can like become all consuming. I know for a lot of people, it kind of takes over their life and everything. They, every move they make almost is dictated by their fitness goals. Um, so I wanted to talk a bit about that. And then also, you know, you guys both have a background in competitive fitness to a certain extent. And I wanted to talk about the kind of because I've heard a lot. I don't. I have very little knowledge to be to be honest, but I've heard a lot about you know 
women losing their menstrual cycles and men losing their sex drives and not being able to get aroused and all this kind of stuff and I just wanted to kind of get more information and tell people about the kind of effects of that and then also on the flip side like you know when you do extreme things to your body how that would affect your 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 life in general not just the physical side but you know the the kind of personal side the personal relationship side so I just my first question is right all through my kind of life I've noticed uh, in films or like in uh, in sporting events or whatever like the team are told no riding before the big game <laughs> right and I have no idea why that might be do either of you know um I, I have a little bit of a theory just from okay. I read some obscure stuff just to kind of get a bit of a background knowledge on some clarify what you mean by obscure, uh, obscure <laughs> uh, um, it, it, so I'll expand um, so that that kind of theory I think comes from the sexual energy transmutation theory which is an Ooh. eastern philosophy theory um, it first became kind of prominent in the Napoleon Hill book Think and Grow Rich where it's like conserve your sexual energy and it'll make you more creative um, okay. and I think somewhere along the lines it got mixed in in a misconception with people where they're like well you know the more testosterone you have in your body the more aggressive you're going to be and the better you'll perform Um, and I think it's kind of based off that theory which is an eastern philosophy theory Um, I don't think there's there's no evidence to support it Um, you know like for anyone that's tried it you know sometimes (laughs) it actually helps people to like have that stress reduction the night before a game or the night before a competition or whatever it is well maybe not a competition because you're not able then but (laughs) uh, before a game or something along those lines um so I think maybe that's possibly where it came from if I was to to kind of put my two cents on that yeah because like that it just never made sense to me because I always figured you know if you're nervous what's going to take the edge off better than like a fancy snuggle, you know? Yeah, what's gonna, like, what's uh, gonna make you feel... That's the best name ever for it. It's like, oh yeah, that's it. A nice fancy snuggle. You know, a, a good snuggle. Like, I, you know, I always say like a fancy shower for like the shower where you like shave your legs, you know, do all the hair removal, <laughs> wash your hair five times. So a fancy snuggle is, is you know, whatever, the right. Um, <laughs> so um, then I'd love to know as well, like, you know, this whole, like, so I know for myself, if I ever am trying to have like a fitness goal, you can't see me but at the moment there is no such thing as a fitness goal in my life um but i like you know i've seen people be really focused on their fitness or their diet or you know, all that kind of maybe ch- changing their body makeup or whatever and it's becoming all-encompassing like and and making them i suppose like changing their life to the extent that it affects their partners would you have any experience in that um, yeah, well, it affected my life a lot. I mean, when I decided to become a fitness person, it's mm. like it just that label was on me. And then it was like, okay, I no longer go out drinking every weekend. You know, I spend every spare hour in the gym. You know, it was all about sticking to my calories. And, you know, so social situations were a nightmare. Yeah. And, you know, by doing that, then you end up, you know, not going out and meeting new people. Um, even if you are like offered to go out on a date, you're like, well, you know, I don't know where the macros are in that place. So, yeah. you know, do you want to just go for a coffee maybe? And, you know, it does affect, it, it, I think it affects you meeting people a yeah. lot. Um, and see that thing of you saying like, when you go to a restaurant and not being able to like, know the macros or know the whatever, like, does that make you either not want to go, not want to enter the kind of dating world? Or do you think that if you were going on a date with someone and you were like, mm, not sure of the macros and the micros here or whatever, would that put someone off? Do you know I, what I, mean? I think like at the time, like my goals were just so important to me that yeah. it didn't, it wasn't like I was looking for anyone. So, you know, it, I think my hope probably would have been if I said, I don't know the macros and they're like, okay, well, let's go somewhere with the macros. And I'm like, 
right. Brilliant. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Marry yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm like serious eye roll would probably happen because I've yeah. realised, you know, after, it's been a, a while, but I've realised that, you know, there is more to life than counting your macros. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah no, I think it's, it, it just limits your social life a lot, which limits new connections. Um, and I think, yeah, my, my, I just enjoyed the gym. I wasn't really looking for anyone. So mm-hmm. I just, it didn't, it did affect me, but it wasn't, I wasn't aware of it affecting me. It's only yeah. looking back now. Probably. And just for a, a matter of interest, um, I kind of always ask the guests, um, like what their relationship status is, just to give a context, I suppose, to like anyone listening. Cause like I'm married and straight. So that's kind of my, you know, that's where a lot of my, um, kind of opinions on things come from I come from that perspective so Brian are you uh, I'm single at the minute okay. um, straight yeah. um, and I've got a four year old daughter if, if that complicates things okay. at all if it gives a little it's bit of perspective when, when I'm offering <laughs> advice later it's like it might be a little bit different yeah, based yeah, yeah. on my experience yeah and would you would you be like actively dating or just like happy out or you know um, I was dating someone for, for a few months um, and that went it was really well but things sometimes just kind of run their course, of course um, yeah. but it's not an active thing you know I'm a big believer that when you're content by yourself if the right person comes into your life you'll recognize it you know set up an environment for good things to happen Um, and that's kind of my philosophy personally towards it yeah and what about you Siobhan Uh, yeah single uh, straight although my parents I don't think they think I am (laughs) (laughs) honestly the first time I I told my parents I was like I've met someone and they said who is she and I was like oh joking I was like I'm I'm not I mean there's nothing obviously nothing wrong with being gay but I was like of course but I was like no it's actually a guy and they were like oh that's nice. mad. Like, and also kind of lovely in the sense that they were like, look, it's grand. We, yeah. We've just assumed this is the case. Yeah. Gonna... You know, I, I mean, I tell them nothing. And like, that's yeah. why I really hope they're not listening. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and my, of course, my problem, yeah, I'm single. But I think my problem is that I am on the move too much. Like I haven't been in one yeah. country for more than two weeks. I suppose, yeah. Except for Bali. And so but, I would imagine dating is quite difficult given that you're like on a different side of the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I mean... If, if it fits I'll go I mean I'll go on a date I'm yeah. up for like I love meeting new people but it, the problem is sometimes I'm like oh what's the point when I'm going to be gone again next yeah. week mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. like and that would have oh, to know, be like this isn't going anywhere you know? way you can put like your uh, your like dating app map out to like 10 kilometres 20 kilometres Siobhan's would have to be like <laughs> can I, can <laughs> I fit the, the entire planet in this because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know which bit of it I'll be in yeah um, okay. I know it is it's difficult but I mean I, I'm not looking for anyone yeah. it's kind of like if, if yeah like meet nice people but then I don't even want to get too attached because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not I'm still going to Bali in mm-hmm. August so and so talk to me about like if 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 you're in a relationship with someone and um, you know you're say you decide you're like okay I've, I want to change my body I want to tone up build muscle lose weight whatever the kind of goal is uh, whether it's just general health or whether it's an aesthetic thing and your partner, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, is not necessarily aligned with that goal. So like I know I struggle um, if I decide, OK, I'm going to be I'm going to eat really well this week. I'm going to watch what I'm watch what I'm consuming, keep an eye on my calories. And my husband is like, yeah, I'm just going to get a domino. So that's a real challenge for me because I'm sitting there like with my you know healthy meal, my veg and my protein. And he's there with like his cheesy, delicious pizza. I find that a massive challenge. Have you guys got any experience that is in that? Like a definition of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, okay. um, <laughs> like every week, you know, like he was just tall and lean. Like where yeah. I was okay. obviously, and then of course, you know, when you get into a relationship, it was dominoes and and cans every yeah. weekend, and yeah. then all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, and okay, diet starts, now. and this happened every week, and I'm like, right, that's it, and 
I just and it was actually such a, a nearly a fighting point because mm. I remember been like you know you're having breakfast I'm like what do you want for dinner tonight and he's like I don't know yet and I'm like but I just need to know where to take chicken out of the freezer yeah and he's yeah, like, yeah I don't know can we not just decide later and I'm like no I need to plan what I'm having because yeah. I was so like and then you know then we'd have dominoes again yeah yeah vicious circle and that's the thing you know like if your partner isn't completely on board whether they're doing it with you or whether they're like they don't have to necessarily be I suppose following your exact plan or whatever but they do have to generally be supportive yeah. enough to go do you know what I'm not going to have dominoes in front of you while you're trying to reach this goal. Yeah, it's I, something, sorry, yeah, go on. we're probably going to do this a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 go for <laughs> it. But there's a lot to say. Yeah. No, it's something, I, I mean, I talk to my clients about a lot. It's all about having support from the people around you. Like, it's very hard to, in any goal you want to get to in life, if the people around you aren't supporting you, it's very difficult. So it's one of the first things I kind of tell people, you know, about your environment. It's like the people you're surrounded with, you need to talk to them about really why you want it. Um, and, you know, they might even, they might feel oh I have to lose weight and they might talk to their husband or boyfriend and they might say I don't think you do I think you look great like that and that might even help yeah, you know I don't yeah, know it might, not, yeah. it might change their, their goal a little yeah, yeah I was, Sorry, I'm going to piggyback on that because I think having that conversation is so important because this is something I'm sure you as you just said you consistently come up with clients where there's a husband or a wife or a boyfriend or a girlfriend that are not supportive and a lot of it just comes down from a communication standpoint where you're like okay look I really struggle if I'm trying to lose weight and you're eating Domino's every day, that's really hindering me because it's making me want to eat the Domino's. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can, you know, highlight that I feel kind of unsupported when you do that because guys are stupid. Speaking from a, as a guy, <laughs> like we, we do things automatically. I've done it myself. The first put my hand up where you're like, oh yeah, just kind of going la 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 like a puppy going through life. Like, and, and you know, you're doing something that's really annoying to your girlfriend or your, your missus. And until they bring it to your attention, you're like, oh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. Sometimes it's it's an over-communication thing. Um, and, and that can be enough I found that conversation particularly with my girls that I work with is enough because they're like yeah I had the conversation with my husband and boyfriend now they're great mm-hmm. it's like brilliant and then you move forward and is there anything anything I should say to that uh, idea of um, I, I don't know this could be just anecdotal I don't know but I always whenever um, my husband and I have ever gone on like a bit of a health kick it seems to happen an awful lot quicker for him like we're eating the same stuff we're going to the gym the same amount and all of a sudden I'll look around and I'll be like you look like you've been doing this for two months, whereas I might not necessarily. Is that men get to eat more? It's not fair. Yeah, like, is yeah. it just so that? Like, if is you're it just a calorie like, balance? Like, pretty much. Like, yeah. If you are actually eating the same amount, mm. you know, if you're cooking dinner and dividing it in two, he's probably burning more calories day to day. Well, muscle um, mass, like, but, yeah. but men just have naturally more muscle mass generally. Even if you can't see it, they're not walking around like bodybuilders. They have more lean muscle tissue, which is more metabolic. You're going to burn more calories through the day. So if you're eating the same amount of calories as, say, your husband, who's got more lean muscle tissue because he's male, he's going to burn more calories and he's going to look like he's getting Actually, results faster. I just, no, you said look disgusted. So I mean, uh, that's not true. It's just, so, it's just so unfair. Like, I mean, have we, do we not suffer enough? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we have a way we, so much, yeah. we really do have so much going on. Like, and yeah. I mean, in terms of, um, you know, like I was listening to James Smith's podcast. I, I love James Smith's podcast. I find yeah. it really um, interesting and he's really straightforward, which I, I think is great. But I was listening to him talk about, you know, how um, he kind of, when he's training his female clients, he takes into account their menstrual cycle mm-hmm. yeah. because he knows that you know at different times of the month their ability to stick to a diet will be will change their ability to have the motivation to go to the gym might change and he takes that into account do you guys t- I presume take that same thing into account with your clients yeah like I always say you're better off even like increasing your calorie calories that week just because willpower is lower all mm-hmm. you want to do 
is sit on the couch and eat, cho- eat chocolate mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I did last week or last, <laughs> yeah. and you know actually someone messaged me today was like what do you do and I was like you don't want to know what I did last time but <laughs> <laughs> this is what you probably what you should, should do, do. Yeah. I'm like, I always say that, do what I say not what I do yeah. Um, but yeah no I think there's so much benefit because the problem is if you're trying to still be really strict in these times when you're uh, like willpower is low and everything mm. that's when you're a lot more likely to have big blowout mm. and I was like just you know have an extra bar of chocolate every night if it just makes you feel happy just don't have like the full thing if you yeah. want to have the full thing it's fine you know like weight measurements can go up a little bit yeah. like there's no big deal especially if it happens consistently you know because every girl responds very very differently depending on the time of the month mm-hmm. some know that every month oh I'm cr- as you said I want to lie on the couch and mm-hmm. eat chocolate it's like well if you know that's coming every month factor that in you know train harder either side reduce your calories the weeks either side and then increase them and relax that week make it a you know in, even in a training week periodize or like reduce your training volume that week you know because you know you're not going to have the same willpower Um, just factor it in especially if you have that feedback so prepare for before and after so that when when it happens you're kind of like I've got this yeah Yeah. because obviously I mean you know things happen and you know there's dips in motivation there's um you know there's birthday weekends or there's a hen party or there's a whatever and you're like okay well I can't stick to my my diet my fitness goals this particular period of time so before and after I'll like prep yeah. for like yeah. the day I mean it's it's all about calorie deficit across the long run right so like yeah if you're like I mean you could do there's all these spikes but realistically if what you're doing in the long run mm-hmm. like if there are weekends where you're you know the hen parties like hen parties and weddings are so hard to advise people mm-hmm. I mean realistically it's very difficult if you're going to go drinking for three days to actually stay in a deficit. So I'm like, okay, let's just take that into account. It's okay. There's no guilt. There's no yeah. extreme dieting But after. Um, you know, you might just, you know, even in those days, get up and go for, get a bit of run, anything. Yeah. You know, like just moving a little bit more and just being a little bit conscious. You know, maybe not having the chips on the way home. You know, yeah. enjoy your drinks. It doesn't have to be all out. But, um, but those kind of decisions over the long run, like I feel like at our age, it's all... He- when weddings and medic. yeah 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 that's, it right. that's, 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 medic. that's what it is it is so. and you know like i think the decisions small decisions like no chips on the way home will in the long run will balance out to being like in a calorie deficit mm-hmm. or if even or like it'll just, it won't result in huge in, in huge weight gain okay. that tends to be way worse though it's it's not actually the alcohol as you've probably yeah. seen it's that's not the problem as much you know it's not ideal um but it's to take away the chips and uh two tubs of Ben and Jerry's the next day because yeah, you're hungover. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's that tends to compound over time. Because the hangover you, domino. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done it like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Everyone does it. Yeah. It's like on Sundays on, on Instagram, it's literally like, oh, they're, they're, yeah. they are the people who, who are hungover. Yeah. They, they <laughs> yeah. have like, you know, the meal deal from yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, no, and it makes a big difference. I got yeah. to that last weekend without drinking on the Friday night and I was like, I'm just going to drink Prosecco because it's really light. But I'm forgetting it also makes you really hungover. Yeah. So, I very I was like everything is craving the bad food and yeah. I was so good like not that I was so good but I just increased my calories slightly like I got Ben and Jerry's but got the light one yeah, yeah. Okay. and Smart. you know went for a meal but didn't go for a pizza yes. and like then actually when you look at the I'm all about numbers like when I actually averaged out my calories a week I, you know maybe went over about 100 calories a day yeah, it, wasn't, on average, it wasn't as bad as it but yet been. I had a great time enjoyed myself no guilt just like and I think yeah. doing that in the long run will make it a much bigger difference than being really restrictive and then mm-hmm. having big blowouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not pressing the fuck it button on it. Like, you know, like that's <laughs> yeah, literally yeah, what, yeah. and I've done it myself, yeah. you know, where you're like, well, I've gone out drinking, fucking I'm going to eat whatever I want tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, oh, well, I've done it now for two days. I'm going to do it for three. And what happens, you know? Brian, when your fuck it button is t- 
like a 12 inch pepperoni meat feast <laughs> and you're like nah. do you know <laughs> like oh by the way if Domino's want to slide into my DMs and sponsor this episode <laughs> that'd be great I'm that's actually considering I'm changing my username from O-Fitness because I feel like I'm not getting any of the good press treatment <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep getting sent protein bars I see people getting sent biscuits yesterday I was like oh, just because I'm I fitness. want biscuits <laughs> yeah, yeah. anyway sorry okay so sorry that's just I'm gonna do therapy wars who listen to this can we please get some biscuits to Siobhan she's yeah, dying yeah. for you or, or Domino's or, or Domino's you know either or yeah. it's fine <laughs> sorry um, so just in general then like kind of bringing it back to sex which is something I always like to do um, just how does your general health and fitness affect your sex life uh, do you want to go first I think well see I'm very um lax on myself now like I train a lot but okay. I mean I'm not very restrictive with my diet okay um so like I, I, I don't find it affects me at all okay. the only thing would be a social life where sometimes yeah. I'm like no I'm not drinking tonight and this is something I'm changing even in more in recent months like like just saying yes to going out like yeah. yesterday uh you know I was kind of because I had a lot of calories at the weekend and then on Monday I ended up went for dinner with my parents and yesterday I was going on a date and I was like oh I really shouldn't I'm had a lot of calories and yeah. I'm like just, just oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. I mean yeah. it doesn't I feel like it doesn't affect me anymore okay. whereas definitely in the past where I was very restrictive on myself again stop my social life but also I think I'm a lot less likely to have sex with someone when I'm sober and don't know them so yeah. I kind of just put it all off yeah I yeah. think that's probably where the biggest like, effect for me was the, the kindness the, the sober and drunk thing when it comes to sex because I don't drink at all and I never never have so I've never had drunk sex and I think the it's not the, great the, yeah, yeah, it's very <laughs> well, regrettable you know, <laughs> I have to clarify actually sorry I've had sex with someone who's drunk <laughs> yeah. and I know what that's about yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've never been drunk myself and so I you know the concept of having you know having to feel a bit loosey-goosey before you'll go home with someone or go on a date and then go home with someone or whatever it is that I don't I'm not really like au fait with that you know I'm not really um up on it too much so but I can imagine that if you are really really restricting your diet and and deliberately not drinking that that would like like step one your social life is gone your potential dating life is gone and you know maybe even if you're in a relationship and you're used to like stumbling home on a Friday night after the pub and having the ride then that that might fall by the wayside have you any like do, have you seen that happen with clients or um yeah so not really because what generally happens with guys and this is girls as well but for normally for different reasons like when you kind of go into a more he- healthier lifestyle your sex drive tends to improve yeah you know you tend to want it more um you know there's obviously some blood flow stuff going on you know you're improving blood flow so you're obviously going to be able to do it better mm-hmm. or uh, more effectively um, and you're going to feel better about yourself which i know a lot of females it's a confidence issue you know you know i don't want someone to see me without my clothes and then six months later they're in really good shape and they're like well everybody should look at me without my clothes you know i kept going out not drinking because i was like i look so i have to show this off yeah like going out and not drinking but like yeah i think that yeah which i think it really depends on the on the people i think it's only when you go extreme um like it's when you kind of go into competition mode when you're in literal starvation mode where your body fat is so low you know like Shimon when you were on stage like when I was on stage like that's a different kettle of fish because you're so extreme your body fat's so low your body's just like no this isn't happening and that's yeah. uh, that's the difference between being healthy and yeah. being shredded yeah like, like competitively there's, there's, shredded like yeah, yeah like, okay that's not you're not aiming for health there you're not aiming yeah. like to be your optimal self and yeah. that's when I mean it's when everything's optimized it's when you're going to feel like you're 
sex drive is best but yeah. like that stage was just like yeah but that moves it to the next level you go yeah. you know from slightly not out of shape to lean and feeling good about yourself where your sex drive is really yeah. good to super shredded where it just goes to zero yeah, fun- uh, yeah. bodily functions are shutting down as yeah. you're you're basically starving your body and I know Siobhan you competed once am yeah. I right and and I know now looking back you've got a completely different viewpoint on the whole thing but and we'll get to that in a second but Brian I don't know I know you have got a background in competitive fitness mm-hmm. but talk to me a bit about like kind of what led there and how long you competed for and that kind of thing um, so I competed for I was a couple of years so right. um, I did oh, I don't know how many shows five or five or six um, but different ones between fitness model and bodybuilding um, and so, just to clarify for people listening this is um, competitive fitness as in the, the you know because like when I, it's not just about lifting heavy weights it's, no, it's, it's nothing to do with it's that the, it's, the, it's, the, about, it's about it's reaching like a, it's, this it's like, like a dog show for people you know, you know it's like oh she's a pretty poodle like oh, you know that, it's like it's, that it's, but it's for just, people it's just a visual yeah. thing it's yeah, just, and that's not a hate on for people that do it like you know just yeah. it, it, that's, that's but that's what it is yeah yeah that's how it's judged for anyone that's unfamiliar I've showing my mom the bikini and she's like and you're going to lift weights on, on stage why are you not and I was like no no we're not you're not because like, you know like obviously yeah. I, you're, I was training all the time for this course, show yeah. lift, by lifting weights and then she thought I was going to be doing it on stage right. and I was like no no I'm just but I think people there. do get confused right. about that you know about the difference yeah. between powerlifting say mm. and uh, competitive fitness which is actually yes it's to do with fitness because you've to be super well maybe not super fit I but even super call, like, even, shredded call to get there bodybuilding competitive yeah. bodybuilding yeah because yeah. like there really isn't you're, there's nothing really I mean I was definitely at the least fit I've ever been yeah, probably when you were, yeah. yeah but your body fat's super low and yeah, your so muscle your look, lean muscle yeah. tissue is there like, but you're not like I wasn't super fit when I was doing yeah. it yeah. and know? like it's the, it's the thing of you know um, I'm sure people have seen pictures of it where you know you get that real real dark tan and you get, wear a sparkly bikini Brian I'm sure your bikini, bikini was lovely, was lovely. <laughs> pink and silver stars <laughs> and like uh, the really high kind of perspex heels and you do like funny poses and uh, then like a line of judges gives you a mark on on what you look like and um how defined your muscles are or whatever yeah. um so you you did it five or six times Siobhan you did it once I know um your perspective on it now is completely different and I'm interested to find out if Brian if your perspective on it has changed at all uh yeah yeah mine because my last show was in 2015 so my daughter was born in May 2015 and my last show was August 2015 um, and that was it I was committed to that show and I'm like that's it as soon as this one's done just because the life is so extreme okay. I was like this isn't helping me be a better dad this isn't helping me with anything um, so I stepped away after that and that was it um, and was it affecting your relationships at that stage like was was the restriction the diet restriction and the constant training and all that stuff was that coming in the way of your um, your life not not so much by the end at the start yes but right. you kind of the more you do it you get a better grasp for how you're being you know like when I was prepping for my first few shows also when your body fat's not used to being that low you're like a zombie walking around um, so your personal relationships romantic relationships everything's all falls by the wayside because you're just you're walking for me anyway I was walking around like a twat because yeah. I wasn't paying attention to anybody I was so focused on me but you get better with that each show because you know that right I'm going to be not in great form you know three weeks out from a show and you just let people know over communicate that and be like look it's not I'm not mad at you you know yeah. I was going out with um, my girlfriend at the time I'm like I'm not mad with you I was like I'm just absolutely fucked yeah, yeah, like yeah. and she's like all right cool she goes like you know first time I thought it was me um but that you learn it must be hard though like to have to say to all your friends and family look 
I'm going to be crabby. I'm going to be seriously crabby for like a long period of yeah, time. Yeah, it's not fair at all to them. I wish I could use that excuse more often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not fair, but you know, you know, Siobhan from doing it. Like, it's not fair to them. Like, and, and again, similar to what you said about diet, it's about what you do consistently over time. Yeah. That's fine for a few shows. But if you're competing, in my experience, from this is the reason I pulled out of it, was if you're doing that for 5, 10, 15 years, I'm like, well, how strong are those relationships going to be if I'm a dick two weeks, you know, yeah. every, you know, three months for a show yeah. um, I'm like they're going to compound into bad relationships and that's not what I want and you personally um, I hope you're, you don't mind me asking this but did you have any sex drive issues because I know um, from listening to James Smith again who I, who I really enjoy listening to he always says like he says it all the time he's like if a man isn't waking up in the morning with a boner like there's something wrong yeah there. it's feedback direct feedback is that like is that the case and had did, did you go through a period where you were having problems um it, actually physically having sex yeah well it wasn't that it, you, it just took a lot of effort you know okay. i was fortunate enough that i physically could but I had to concentrate to do it. Um, right. Whereas I've had other people, friends that are literally like, no, I physically can't maintain or get an erection. I, I was lucky in that sense. I also didn't have that many stimulants which can affect that. Okay. Um, so I was able, it just, it was a struggle. And right. you didn't want to, you know. And when you say stimulants, is that like, caffeine fat okay. burners and like drugs and things like uh, no uh, well like fat over-the-counter fat burners you buy right, are like okay. loaded with stimulants like they're all going to negatively affect your okay. your sex drive as well if yeah. you're you know because it, it's cortisol stress hormone you know if you're if you've got systemic cortisol too much stress hormone going through your body it's going to negatively affect your reproductive anything mm-hmm. that's like putting you into fight or flight you know the complete opposite to rest and digest which is where you'd normally be in the mood to have sex Um, so that was was affecting me so when I realised that because I was going out with a girl at the time and when I realised that I just pulled those fat burners I was like okay I'll take that trade off I was like if it means I'm a percent body fat higher going into the show I'm like I'm not going to sacrifice my relationship for that 1% body fat yeah and did you get really like do you get really focused on that those percentages those numbers um, I'm not sure what you yeah, were like. Well, the, I mean, yeah, the, you get, I don't know. I think there's such variables. Like you hear people yeah. throwing numbers around, and because it's done by like pinching skin, yeah, it's not mostly. an exact science. Yeah, right? yeah it's like, not exact. So I'd be, I was more focused on like the actual, like we'd take the millimeters of the skin folds yeah. and get the same person to do it week and week, and like who's experienced. Because I mean, if you pinch two different areas. Yeah. The, yeah. it skews the numbers so much yeah. like, and I, that's yeah. why I, it's, again the maths background. But like I hear people quoting numbers, and I'm like, that is completely inaccurate <laughs> you tell yourself true. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I get people are up being like oh I'm actually 12% I'm like no like, you're, you're not, not. Like, yeah. you're okay whatever yeah. Um, but yeah no I used to I used to so again, again with the maths background like I used to know that like to you know the amount of sex drive a guy has is like indirectly proportional to their body fat percentage like, so right, I kind of okay. learned from experience like, as I get leaner just don't and would you yeah <laughs> this ain't happening would you, you use that to like flag potentials would you be like oh he looks like a it's solid like, yes. 20 21 percent that's optimal fat levels for boners like. I mean like it's like as, as guys get leaner especially when you're into bodybuilding like I used to be like oh he's really into gym and you know yeah. perfect we'll definitely match up and I'm like no I should have considered that he's three weeks out from a show it's not the time to start seeing someone yeah. Um, so I learned that a couple of times. You're so- <laughs> <laughs> I love as well. You're like, it's not the time to start seeing someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so Siobhan, um, you, like you've obviously um done a kind of 180 on your opinions on um the competitive uh, body bodybuilding, and yeah. like, did you have um like obviously well, not, menstrual yeah. problems or anything like that? I mean, because. I, I always say I was in such a good place to do it. Like if anyone yeah. was to do a competition, I, I was perfect. I had no stress, single, all the all the time in the world 
to train. Um, like I was in a great place. I had a great, great coach who understood women's bodies and how it worked and everything. And I cruised in. Like I okay. enjoyed the prep so much. I actually, you were talking about walking around like a zombie. I really wasn't. Like I was going to weddings. I was pretty much like having a drink every weekend I didn't even like mentioning that in case I screwed up the comp- like the competition didn't go well everyone would be like well, well you were drinking yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. I mean I say drinking it was a glass of wine I was very very rigid like with my diet all week but like I was still how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I weighed everything up about, you know, what was important to me. So I go into my friend's wedding. I was like, this is more important. Two and a half weeks out, I always tell the story, but I was about to have an Indian and I was like, should I, shouldn't I? And I said, like, if I win and I didn't have the Indian, I'd regret it. And if I lose and I didn't have the Indian, I'd regret it. So I was like, right, I'll have the Indian. And I'd like three courses, wine, everything, onion right. badgies. And so like, I, I think because I kept having these, I was having refeeds every five days because I was uh, getting so lean so fast. And again, I think I put it down to having no stress, having um, good amount of muscle before I started. So like my calories were higher. Wasn't like it, I cruised in, okay. um, but I did lose my period. I think about maybe three months beforehand. Okay, and said it to Amanda, and she was like, "Look, it is. It happens. What happens? Like she's like, you're lucky that it's only three months out. The kind of people who go years without it. And yeah. So she said, like, as soon as the sh- show is over, obviously it'll be it'll be back. And, and it was something like, I had to weigh up. I'm like, is it is it I, worth it? Like at the time, I was so set on my goal. I was like, yeah, I don't care. You know, yeah, like, I was yeah. like, that's grand. And it came back and. Like three months later, it's okay. And am I right? Am I right in saying yeah? You just give me all the all the food. Am I right in saying that um, when you lose your period or when you lose your sex drive or when you lose your um, ability to be aroused or all those things, is that because it's almost like for kind of the layperson? Is that because your body is like okay? all of the, the effort here is going into making me like the, the, this like super lean person. So it's almost like all the, all of the energy that your body has is, is expended somewhere else. So you're, you're non-essentials kind of in a, like in quote, quote marks, your non-essentials shut down. Is that like, it's more like survival mode. So like, okay. you know, if you've only got a certain amount of, 
calories or energy coming into your body your body needs to use that to like keep your brain functioning rather than your reproductive system like okay yeah as well as it is if the fight or flight like you wouldn't in survival mode you wouldn't be trying to reproduce so your body's just like we'll shut that down we'll put up the energy towards the so brain you're almost like in a, in a kind of long term fight or flight sort of situation yeah that's what happens you're in f- f- full on starvation mode you okay. know like that's that's effectively you know the evolutionary physiology of what's going on your body thinks it's going to die when you get to that level of body fat you know it's normally a sign that you know in evolutionary times you were probably going to die so yeah, you yeah, need yeah. food yeah. um and that's where everything else as you said yeah, shifts and that's down. where that's uh, i was confused about that after not like, confused but like my body fat was so low I'd, i could see the veins run through my yeah. stomach I, I don't know if no one can see me now but they're definitely not there <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're there they're just buried but, um, <laughs> she still but has I mean, the veins they're just covered <laughs> you know but afterwards I I felt this unbelievable urge to eat like and I I was really confused because I was like I didn't think I'd I'd have that because I didn't I wasn't restricted on my way down to the show or like the way down to that that point, point. yeah um you know, like I, the week before the show, Amanda was like, what What do you want when you step off stage? And I was like, Nutella and salt and vinegar Pringles. And she's like, okay, have some today. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, I was really like, this is going to okay. be fine afterwards. Yeah. I was, um, but obviously it wasn't just like a psychological, psychological. it was physiological. It was my body it was like, okay, now yeah. we need the calories. Like my hormones are all over the place because I was, it was my body's way of trying to survive. It's like trying to put mm. back on body fat. Yeah. Like I was annoyed at myself that I couldn't control myself around food yeah. when it was obviously just a survival thing. Like yeah. my body was like, you, yeah. you need it. You need all and that so Nutella. And so with that kind of, like with that hindsight now, how do you, like, would you say you regret doing the comp or? I know, like no regrets in yeah, life. Course, but I mean, yeah. I learned a lot from it and I okay. just think I suffered a lot afterwards in terms of body, um, body image and uh my relationship with food so and, and I'm, i can't believe how many people when i do speak about it all of these kind of bikini athletes who i have always looked up and admired and the amount of people who've wrote to me and said oh my god i'm exactly the same like thank god someone's speaking about it yeah. and i was like why didn't you speak about it then i wouldn't have, not that i wouldn't have done it but like but I would have been ha- more you would aware. have had all the facts kind of yeah um because again it's very easy to show the journey and I did I did, you did yeah. I didn't glamorise the journey but I did enjoy the prep and yeah. I did do really well and I felt I looked great but and I tried not to hide anything afterwards but I think a lot of people go into hiding you know they, they, it's all about kind of throwback pictures and mm. um, and when you say you struggled with your body image like what oh I just felt forever fat afterwards right okay like three days after the competition I was trying to find a gym to train in where no one would see me because I was so I, like I knew I'd put on weight but I didn't think it would happen that fast and realistically I hadn't put on weight I'd put on I was just carrying yeah, water, water. Yeah. like because I went from but to anyone looking at you I'm sure they were probably like you were the leanest Ill, person like, yeah. I've ever seen in real life like yeah you know? and looking back at pictures now even my family and friends I showed them a picture now they're like I don't even remember you being that lean because yeah. I was obviously it was gradual yeah um but I was thickly thin mm. um no but I, and a lot of people weren't in such a are people even starting to compete now aren't in such a good place starting mm. so I can't even imagine how much more they'd bounce back like there's mm. people who take drugs like females taking a lot of drugs to compete and like luckily I didn't have to take anything I was yeah. just in good shape um, but I can't imagine how much they how much more they would suffer yeah. and I just don't I just don't, I'm kind of like what's the point in putting a lot, some people don't and I get a lot of um stick from bikini competitors they're like it was obviously you, you obviously had issue underlying issues and I'm like okay I don't mind ta- say admitting I didn't think I had underlying issues but if I did I don't mind admitting it and I'm hoping that by talking about it a lo- you know a lot people of other who, people yeah, yeah. who might consider it 
will maybe think twice yeah or not even think twice but just have the full picture like you know just to be able to go okay it's not all like hunky-dory like there are challenges there are reasons that it might not work for you there are you know ways it can skew how you feel about your body yeah actually funny i remember like i was actually seeing a guy after the competition and then i went on holidays for a week and like went wild eating and drinking all around me and i came home and he's like oh you know can i see you and i was like no I was like, I just can't see me. You're joking. Like, I was so ashamed of how much weight I'd put on. And in a I, week. I mean, I did go pretty hard. Like it was Okay. It was Yeah, uh, you'd be amazed what happens to your body in a week post show when, yeah. when you go from surveillance. I put on ten kilos. To, okay. In ten days. Yeah. Ten okay. kilos in ten days. Yeah. And that's, like, that's common. Like And I was so ashamed. And obviously you just come home after eating you just feel awful just, anyway, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, so I, I was like, No, I can't see. And like that did affect relationships. Like and ever since then I've it's only now, like what is it, like two years after maybe that I'm like, yeah, it's actually it's okay to you know, yeah. um, look like this. Yeah, and I, f- I feel great now. Like, yeah. yeah, which is ironic because most guys look at the competition shape and be like, mm, not not into that. I was <laughs> yeah. just about to yeah. say, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously from you know, I, I've shocker, I've never judged a competitive bodybuilding contest, <laughs> but like I would, I would never look at those. Um, I mean, you know, people that are on stage in in the tan and stuff, and be like, I want to climb that like a tree like yeah. I never like I never like that would never occur to me and like you know whereas someone who is like having fun regardless of what their size is someone who like looks like they're self-assured looks like they're just happy in themselves is far more attractive and like yeah you know tan you know I that that kind of weird brown stuff freaks me out anyway but yeah. like even if they were super pale I'd still feel like it just doesn't it doesn't say attract it doesn't scream attractiveness to me and so for you guys, like when you were competing to think, you know, this is my optimum. This is when I look my best. And then to actually, you know. You're not thinking about though when you're competing. You're, you're not, not thinking, thinking about, about that. Okay. You're, you're thinking about the end goal of getting on the show as big in a guy's case and as lean as you can. You're like, I don't really care if females or males or whatever your you know sexual preference, what they think of me right now. I'm focused on this end goal. Okay. Uh, and it go, you go past the point of attractiveness you know, on both genders. Yeah, you know? like I knew yeah. I looked awful. I mean, I knew like on the way down, like I knew I was getting really skinny, but like after that, I knew it was um for the goal. Like yeah. I, I was kind of like, God, I can't wait to put on a bit of weight. You know, I actually yeah. was thinking that, mm. but then when it happens, the other, when it started coming out the other side and that's when it's hard because peop- people, like people were praising me so much for like the hard work I'd put in. So I felt like I was then regressing or, you know, yeah. that, I had no control. Like people used to commend me on my, you know, uh, discipline. So I felt like I was losing that sense of what I yeah. or that you were losing that that achievement achievement. And, yeah. that, and that ability. Um, to or be even like yeah, meeting someone at this, I'm like, oh my god, I can't see him now. Like I'm ten kilos every yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's shameful. Yeah. yeah. So I did mean, you feel like you were catfishing someone? Like, did you feel like you were almost like yeah, this is what I like, look like, and now I don't look like that anymore? So I can't. You I, know. I mean, I, I to be honest, going to the gym, like even still, like I nearly feel like people looking at me going, oh. Is that what she looks like now? Like I always felt, and this okay. is in my own head, and yeah. that's what I mean. Like it messed up relationship with my body, and then sometimes, it, like actually, I'm glad I shared the journey because then I'd actually put up a picture and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you look great!" And I'm like, "Oh, do I?" Yeah, I you look. look it's, it's ironic. Like someone from the outside looking, I'm like, "Oh, you look way better now." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's exactly what I think and what other people think. You know. It, and isn't it funny because, like, from you know, when you're you know from a purely aesthetic perspective when you're like you know on tinder or on instagram looking to to some slide into someone's dms you're looking at their pictures and 
you know what is super attractive to it's like totally subjective like oh, what is attractive that thing to I don't know person? anymore yeah, yeah like what is attractive yeah, if know. I see someone like shredded and I'm like oh god he's no crack like even just because <laughs> I, yeah. I know what it entails but so. isn't that the, that is the kind of like I would think that myself I'd be like well he has visible abs so like where am I going to slot into that yeah. life do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> like I just don't get it like and I mean it's it's obviously different for everyone but like for from my perspective um that's not something I necessarily would uh, rate as really, really attractive. Um, and it's funny. And I know, um, Siobhan, you, you've said before that on your Instagram, like if you put up what, you know, like a bikini picture, you'll get like super, super engagement. You'll get loads of likes, you get loads of comments. And then if you put up one where you're like lifting, people will be like, yeah, girl, I'll, yeah. I'll throw her like, I mean, to, Instagram's you know. just aesthetic. I mean, I'm very it's, aware of it. Yeah. I used to feel under a lot of pressure, mm. but now I'm kind of, I'm very realistic about it. I'm like, yeah, if I just, if, if I manage... I, like, I put a picture last week of literally just me eating ice cream in my bikini and mm. I was like 5,000 likes. And, like, <laughs> and it's so annoying because if I put You're touching on two things there though. Like it's like a bikini, <laughs> foot, bikini <laughs> and the ice cream. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. double likes. <laughs> I know, with no interesting caption, like just an emoji, you know, yeah. all the all the interaction. But if I put effort into like trying to teach Writing people nice about training and, you know, yeah, I remember yeah, doing yeah. videos about how to train glutes and hamstrings properly. I mean like properly without any you know kickbacks and all that kind of stuff that actually does well on Instagram you have to like you know sexualize it yeah but when I do you have to get like the bones popping right to yeah. get the to get no, the but engagement if I do proper content it doesn't I, no one cares it so do help, I'm okay. very realistic I'm like okay if I want interaction on Instagram I just need to get into semi-decent shape yeah and when Siobhan says no one cares she means like a couple of thousand fewer people care because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not going to feel sorry for Siobhan oh, on her yeah. engagement I know, there's still people who always like everything and like I always appreciate that like yeah. even if I post I don't know there's always people who support who me support, which is great yeah, yeah which is brilliant um, and just like you're, you're, you're you both train so many people so like anecdotally from training the people that you've trained um, like how what kind of the what would I suppose be the biggest challenge to someone's romantic relationship based on their like fitness or their fitness goals or all that kind of thing? Like what would you find in your clients? Do they do they come to you to talk to you about that stuff? Um, not so much on online. When I was one to one working as a one to one personal trainer, that was a big like you were kind of a mini therapist. Okay. Um, which which made sense, like because you had to kind of look at it holistically. Mm. Like it's great getting someone's calories right in the training program. But if, you know, if their life is shit because they're in a terrible, toxic relationship, that's going to affect their physical progress. And your job is to improve their physical progress. Um, so, yeah, you'd get a lot of that. And how do you feel about, um, I suppose, like, you can't really give advice on that sort of thing. But You, you can just offer have an to, opinion. You can, you, you know. Okay, but you, you have to work around it with opinion rather than this is what I think you should do. Like, yeah, Well, it's also, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, you don't teach a pig to fly, you know, like if, yeah. if someone doesn't want to hear what you have to offer, then don't offer it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but if somebody comes to you and be like, look, Sharon's being a dick or Tim's being a twat, what do you think I should do? I think if you have some valuable opinion that you can offer, it's worth giving it to that person, you know, and be like, look, this is what I would do if I was in your situation, okay, which is yeah. always yeah. pretty good advice to yeah. offer somebody. Yeah. Um, particularly if you've had experience similar to, you know, if it was a relationship thing or sometimes a sex thing, like, yeah. you know, um, and then you just offer it from your kind of vantage point and what yeah. you think you would do in their position. And what about you, Siobhan? Yeah, like, I, I think more so that I, I, the struggle that I find with clients is that they want to get leaner thinking that that will make a relationship better or you know like that whoever be more attracted to them and I, I think the most important thing for is to uh, 
you know obviously optimize health but just to be happy with where you are mm-hmm. so yeah like I love training I love showing people like this like, I know how to teach people this is how you get lean if you want mm-hmm. but I think the most important thing is teaching people to love themselves and I then if the person you're with doesn't love you I, you know like I don't think getting any leaner is going to make any difference like so I'd, yeah I would agree like I mean I I honestly think uh, if someone genuinely loves you for who you are regardless of what size or shape or whatever you were when they met you like if they actually if it's if it's real and if it's true and if they're you know in it for the long haul they're not going to be like oh she's after putting on five kilos or 10 kilos or 50 kilos you know yeah. it's not going to be about that and and if they do then you know that's a, and if they I do mean, that's, that's a, a deal breaker yeah go. absolutely I mean That'd if be, they do think like that yeah no, if no. they do yeah if, they, if, they, yeah. if they say like God, you've, you're after pollen on the weight there. I'm I'm exiting stage left. Let them work yeah. away. like, um, And I think as well, you know... Well, oh, oh, I'm just going to play devil's advocate yeah, there and yeah. jump in with a probably very un... Um, um, a very unlikable answer to okay, that. Okay, But always, if somebody's put on, say, a load of weight, mm. uh, and what normally happens from my experience with clients is if somebody's put on, you know, 50 pounds in five or six months, it can affect the relationship negatively and they can change as a person because they're not happy with the way they look and then yes. they end up projecting that onto their partner, their husband, mm. their boyfriend. Yes, yeah. And then the last thing you want is a self-fulfilling prophecy of, oh, they left me because I'm fat. It's like, no, they left you because you've changed and you're unhappy and you're projecting it onto them. Yeah. I've seen that. So just to play devil's yes, advocate no, on that, yeah, agree, to, to yeah, be yeah, mindful yeah. of it if that is a situation yeah. someone and finds themselves in. Because I'm coming at it from a perspective of someone who has put on, like I think I've put on maybe 20 kilos in the last like a year and a half for various reasons but mostly I've just been eating a lot and not training as much and not moving as much and like I know that I'm actually okay obviously there's always room for improvement but generally I'm quite happy with who I am and and you know I'm confident in myself uh, regardless of what I look like and again I always you know there's always room for improvement but at the same time I'm coming at it from a perspective of if if my husband turned around and said, "Here, you're after lobbing on a load of weight there. What's going on?" I'd be like, "Well, I'm fine. <laughs> so I don't know what yeah. your problem is. Yeah, yeah. Do you know?" No, he would never because he knows that like I would kill him and he would be killed five other times by people related to me. But it's just like that's kind of where I'm. Th- you know, if if yeah. if that happened to me, I'd be like, "Well, I'm grand, so you need to also be grand." Do you know? Yeah. But I completely take your point that that's not always the case, and sometimes if you do put on a lot of weight. The person, like the person you are, physically changes, but also emotionally changes to to meet that kind of weight gain. Whether that is, you know, because a lot of the times, um, people gain weight because they they might have be suffering with low mood, anxiety, mm. depression, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff. So, a weight gain could probably indicate something bigger up. Yeah, that's, that's well. the reason I bring and it up. Yeah, that's just just to be mindful. Yeah. Might be literally, the only reason I brought it up always, is just because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. not always at all, but just to play devil's advocate that, totally. that I've experienced that with people. Yeah, and um, yeah, the problem is that pe- so many women put, um, you know, define their self worth by a number, and then they're probably seeing this number go up for any reason. Like they could have had a couple of hens in in a row, you know, any for any reason that the weight goes up, and then they end up, you know, in a in a sadder place because mm-hmm. they think they are less of a person now because yeah. they've couple of kilos more when realistically it's not it's just life I actually posted with that recently and I'm worried about people looking at me going oh look at her she put on a bit of weight and then I'm like but I want to say no don't think you're like well done on having so much fun the last few months yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like, I'm not ashamed so of this like, like, I've had yeah, the best yeah. you know whatever since yeah. January I'm and like, that's I've such been, a healthy way of yeah. looking at yeah, it like it, it really is I'm really um, like proud of this you know yeah. 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 as you should be but that's I, 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 that's why I love 
your profile and what you put out. It's like, here's me living my life as opposed to here's a million throwbacks from the time I was at this percent body yeah. fat. That's I why think I, I hardly use the stage pictures ever after. Only just to actually, the only time I ever used them was to to say not to compete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And like, because the there's the one where you have like I think it might have been like just after the competition and you're wearing like a green dress and I remember seeing oh, yeah. you wearing that dress and being like oh my god I've never seen someone look so banging in all my life <laughs> the dress was so tight I got sick it was so like it was so tight but then I was then like you know a few months later or I don't know maybe a year later or something I saw you you were going to something and you were in some absolutely stunning outfit and I remember being like okay that that's banging like yeah. and and I know like you were probably I don't know how many kilos heavier you were but like it just yes you looked great when you're you know in the in the real tight dress you looked fantastic and and like well done for that but also well done for like the other you know the other yeah. aesthetic I mm. suppose and I know I, sometimes I'm prouder now of how much like it, it the, the biggest battle has been learning to love myself again as I go up in weight and realizing that it's okay and that it's not shameful and that's not you know, it's just life like, and I'm and having a great time. And so for like people listening who who say are are struggling with their, their sex life, their relationships based on th- the fact that, you know, they just feel a bit, uh, not themselves based on like weight gain or I, d- I don't like the word fat, you know, but I would always say like, oh, I'm having a fat day. Like I'm feeling a bit fat today. And, you know, for anyone kind of experiencing that, what kind of advice would you guys have just to, to, I, I suppose like how do you how do you change that mindset how do you get out of feeling horrible about your body and you know is that that's it it's I wish you know because the amount of people who message me and mm. ask me or you know I, I know that they've got all these like they're in they're me you know like over the last year or two and I'm like I wish I knew what there was one thing that I could just say but one of, probably one of the best things I've done is just journal every day okay. so like there's days where I, 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 I ended up like the first of all, I figured out my values, right? So I important things, you know, like spending time with friends and family, you know, improving those relationships, which obviously do get damaged when you're doing any kind of competition. Um, you know, things like I love socialising, you know, those kind of things. So that meant that when I, I remember my friend saying, oh, call up for tea. And I was like, oh, I'm going to the gym. And then I was like, no, I'll go up. Because I knew my values were to spend time with my friends. And then I, like, so say I do go out for dinner and drinks and I, I might write in my journal every morning like do you know what? yesterday was really good for I really enjoyed dinner last night you know in that, uh, instead of waking up and being like oh my god I had so many calories yesterday and not realising that there's more to life than that so you know uh, journaling helps me really get the thoughts out mm-hmm. so I just uh, you know I'd say okay last night was brilliant you know I'm I'm moving on and there's no guilt Um, but it doesn't fix you straight away it's kind it of like it reframes your thinking I suppose yeah, yeah it's like okay I had a great time I'm so glad we went for an ice cream afterwards um, I'm kind of nearly talking about last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, like, I'm so glad I didn't say like Kinder Bueno. Only two hundred oh, calories. So good. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're really tasty. So good. But I mean, my first, you know, to be honest, when he was like, "Do you want to get an ice cream?" My first thought was like, "I'm actually just after eating loads," and uh, you know, I, mm. I really shouldn't have already had an ice cream. T-. But then I was like, "Yeah, yeah. cool." And then yeah. today I'm like. Enjoy the nice ice dinner, cream. ice cream, no stress. Yeah. If I'm a little bit heavier today, I really don't care. I'm excited to see where this date goes. I'm really excited to see how many more ice creams you can have with this person. <laughs> <laughs> Siobhan's saying nothing. <laughs> and Brian, what would your advice be? Um, well, I think just to kind of play the other side on that is the, you know, the dangers in the dose. You know, if you're having more consistent days where you're like, oh, uh, you know, I feel crap about myself. I don't, you know, that, it, there's so much depending on what I love about what you just said is you're like, yeah, I put on a little bit of weight. I feel great. I feel the same. I'm like, that's cool. That's all. That yeah, that's matters, that's yeah. all that matters. You yeah. know, it, it. My only issue is, is if your mood and everything and self worth 
was reduced because of the weight gain you put on and it's like okay well then you definitely need to put a plan in place to fix that mm-hmm. um you know and then after that it's about it does, it's what's sustainable what can mm. you do consistently it breaks my heart seeing girls that are like in my opinion like in good shape that are not as happy as i am yeah. you know whereas yeah. i used to think okay i want to be like that and i'm like no i would rather be like me and be happy with where i am mm. than that and i that's again something i've you know, I'm doing a lot of soul searching now. But again, I was like, I don't actually want to help women fix their bodies. I want to help women fix their relationship with their bodies yeah. because I'd much rather see someone sit there and say, yeah, but on 20 kilos, I'm really happy than but someone be like, I just need to lose those last few pounds. If you fix Why? your relationship with your body though, right? That's like a long-term thing. So if you can help someone fix their relationship with their body, that's like a lifelong relationship repair. Whereas yeah. if you help someone fix their body, that could go that could fall yeah. by the wayside yeah. and it could re- it could reverse or it could you know they could end up down the line even being heavier or being you know less in shape or less toned or whatever it is yeah. um but if you fix the relationship with their bodies like it's like teaching women to be like i love myself and this is great and no matter what size i am no matter you know once i feel good that's yeah. the bottom line kind of um which is a beautiful way to end this episode <laughs> of the podcast um, so thank you so much Siobhan and thanks so Travel. much Brian uh, I, Brian came from Galway like the, the far end yeah, am I right it's, it's a bit of a trek he, yeah. he, lives, in, he lives in Connemara I'm, I'm super jealous um, thanks Kathy uh, more than swords well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Swords, swords, is, is, swords is way better swords is nice just yeah. to clarify <laughs> swords, swords, swords. up swords um yeah, thanks, Cathy, again. And thank you, uh, Tall Tales, for this deadly studio. And thank you to everyone who has listened and, like, given a star rating um, or commented or shared anything. Um, I'm so glad you're enjoying the podcast. And again, if you do want to give any sort of support uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you're listening, I really, really appreciate it. And um, I'm going to post on the Private Education Podcast Instagram account um, and I'm going to get Siobhan and Brian to give me some, I suppose, like fitness accounts and people that they kind of they rate because there's a lot out there um, and a lot of it isn't necessarily uh, positive for people in their, you know, in their goals or in their journey to, I suppose, loving their bodies. So I'm going to get you guys to just suggest a couple to me that you guys personally rate and I'll, I'll do a post on Instagram so you can check that out later. And um, until next time, thanks so much. Stay safe and have fun. And bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 